Google search the two raccoons up my asshole. Alright, welcome to another Indecorous Podcast. Purveyors of fact, forest, and fucked up history join in this futile quest for knowledge. Have a laugh, learn a fact, and try out all our super safe and decorous life hacks. As always, we have Carlos. Yep, I'm here. Bobby. Yo. And today our special guest comedian this week, John Gibson. What's up, everybody? And I'm Ian. I'll be your drunk driver through this collision course of nonsense. All right, guys, we got a good one for you. So our lead topic this week, the old adage in business theory is, if there's a problem, lady capitalism will create solutions and companies will sell it. If you build a better mousetrap, people will buy it. But today there's even more competition than ever to build that better mousetrap. So businesses are having to think really far outside the box to find that next great business opportunity. One business found a unique niche in the market by realizing that there is an oversupply of complete fucking idiots that were not being properly served. So they created an entirely new type of product that the world has never before seen. So Bobby's going to take us on this interesting story and share a new technology that might just change the world. A UK company realized that conspiracy theories about 5G towers creating the COVID outbreak were growing in popularity and there was apparently no way to keep people safe from this diabolical new technology. So they created a product called the 5G BioShield to protect people from the invisible technology that was trying to kill them. Yeah, that's actually really smart. <laughs> I mean, you can't be... blame them one bit. Like, how are they going to prove that it works? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's like prayer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. <You> know? <laughs> like, Jesus, save me from the 5G. Oh, wait, they came up with this BioShield. That's like the Bible, I guess. Yeah, they should have <laughs> called it 5G. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is exactly it's just like a high tech version of don't they sell prayer rags and shit like that? <laughs> that's like to jerk off in? <laughs> yeah, prayer jizz rags. I mean I, that's what I use them for. Just That's another idea for our merch store that is never gonna happen, is our prayer jizz rags. <laughs> that sounds awesome but have you guys heard in Europe they're actually tearing down these 5G towers because they really believe it causes COVID they're like riding in the streets about this shit I love hearing stories like that because again it proves that the United States doesn't have a monopoly on stupid <laughs> right yeah, and Italy really is dumbasses. super Catholic. <laughs> yeah, the people oh, man. all over the world. Is there like a fine mist coming out of all these towers all the time? <laughs> then I could maybe get the conspiracy theory. <laughs> Everybody knows that it gives you the gay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the G stands for, five gay. Oh, man. <laughs> the company markets the product as being a wearable holographic nanolayer catalyzer. Just saying, that's like the perfect series of words to just, people are like, all right, that sounds legit. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that must be where their whole budget went is just, let's big come words. up with the right words to say a big word yeah. for the actual product. This is like all those people that wear those copper bracelets. Like, yes. it's working, I promise. <laughs> yeah, dude, you can't mm -hmm. push them down if they're wearing the magnetic bracelet they sell at the mall. You can push as hard as you want, but they'll never fall down. Yeah. <laughs> well, are you just saying that because that that? I'm wearing a copper tracksuit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, if you like that, uh, check this out. The product balances the electric oscillations arising from uh, all electric fog at the atomic and cellular level, 
restoring balanced effects to all harmful ionized and non-ionized because i know that's what you guys were wondering <laughs> <laughs> like i'm sure it catches ionized but does it catch non-ionized yeah it's got you covered Dude, the only thing I know that's radiation. ionized is salt when I buy it, and I don't even understand that shit. Well, this shit, well, that's this ionized. shit is ionized. Gonna... Never mind. <laughs> I, I just well, want to hear Ron Popeil try and sell me on this. So in plain English, it's a magic gizmo that can't get COVID or cancer. And even though you can't put a price on that kind of thing, the company did, and it's only $300. Take my money. <laughs> So yeah, is, it, take my money is it now. able to like sell products like this to idiots? I mean, is that morally wrong or is that just opportunistic? I'm guessing uh, it's only going to be sold on right wing radio, <laughs> right? Dude, this stuff here is like, I, I, I just, in my head, I'm visualizing the company that's selling it coming in on like a horse-drawn carriage that opens up into a stage and is like, let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, about the 5G. <laughs> yeah. It's just horrible. But I mean, I commend them for going big. I mean, this shit probably cost them, what, $7 to make? But they're like, fuck it. If we make it super expensive, it makes it sound more legit. Yeah, and I think six of that is the box. Okay. I think two of them like got together and was like, look, man, if we sell three of these, that's rent. Like, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so John can take us on this next point here. Thousands of Alex Jones listeners and various survival food slash doomsday preppers bought this magic device as the company was crushing it with the nut job market. Told you. <laughs> You're not wrong. But the gig didn't last long. An amateur tech blogger bought one out of morbid curiosity, and after some cursory research confirmed, this was just a basic USB memory stick. Yes! <laughs> That's so awesome! <laughs> Oh my god, that makes me so happy. <laughs> um, but it gets better. The tech blogger outed the company by writing, quote, About only thing unusual about this magic device is the surprising low amount of storage it holds, 128 megabytes. <laughs> I had to do a double take because you have to go back to the 1990s to find this little storage on a USB stick, end quote. So unless downloading five minutes of a YouTube video can cure cancer or COVID, I think these people basically paid $2 per megabyte for some obsolete storage device from the 1990s. Well, maybe they can sell it as an antique or something at this point. They got, they got the dial-up of COVID protection. <laughs> yeah, well, see, broadband is, COVID protection. This covers you from COVID 1 through 10, but you got to get the upgrade from 19. So good news, guys. I checked in the website. It's still running this is still for sale apparently there's not a lot of overlap between the kind of people that read tech blogs and the kind of people that believe in batshit <laughs> conspiracy theories so no one knows that the bad review even came out so i wonder though i mean if they ban them from selling this thing then it might become collectible and ironically be worth more than three hundred dollars <laughs> the thing is though, it's like if it's just a memory stick then anybody can be like yeah this is one of those things you know you just fucking pull out a memory stick it's, i guess yeah, it's got to be a really shitty memory stick because if you pull one out that's one gig then they're going to be like nah that's too modern for <laughs> for covid remember aids so do we because we're a memory stick <laughs> <laughs> from the 90s baby get me my usb stick to shove it in my asshole or whatever well, the fuck, it, wherever they're is... putting it sadly sales have dropped through this device because for some reason all of its customers were injecting themselves with lysol <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. i wonder how many people shove down. this 
I wonder how many people shove this USB stick up their ass, not knowing how do I stop it from contaminating me with the COVID and the cancer. Yeah, but at least then it'll actually do something. Yeah. There you go. Like you feel that? It's working. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we are giving out an award. This is our first ever Cunt Mother of the Year award. I'm going to show you guys a video. It's going to blow your mind. Patricia Ripley of Miami Last week, a security video from a nearby condo overlooking a canal caught her in a pretty comical act. So this is her walking with her autistic son who can't speak, and they're just hanging out in the water. She's showing out the pretty water. Well, I'll just let you guys describe what you're seeing here. Uh, she, pushed, she pushed him in the water and ran the fuck off. Where is she going? But wait, wait for it, wait for it. So, so she runs up with her little autistic son to the edge of the, the water, and then she just like throws him in the water, and then she just makes like a beehive and runs for it. Now, normally, this kind of shit would go unnoticed, but she did this in a pretty crowded condo. So watch what happens next. Little Alejandro's, his name, was drowning. And some bystanders like, look, a kid's drowning. Look, look. And then they help, help. And then the mother comes running back because she got caught red-handed. So now she has to <laughs> save her son that she was trying to kill. And then all three of them get eaten by alligators. This is one of these situations where normally once you're defeated, you would walk away. But this woman had the heart of a fucking champion. Patricia Ripley, she had no quit in her. Rather than taking the L and walking away, what she did was epic. She just basically took the water and little towel, towel off her little son, and then came right back 20 minutes later and did it again, this time successfully killing him. Wow. Oh, shit. <laughs> Where's that and, video? She and, must have went home and like read the Casey Anthony how-to fucking video. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's how you do it? Shit, I didn't know. Wait, in the same spot? Yeah, dude, same spot. And then to add insult on top of injury, she fucking calls the cops immediately and then plays like, Oh, uh, uh, two black men kidnapped my son. I don't know what's going on, but you should go look for him. And then they find the video, and yeah, <laughs> this bitch is going to fry for this shit. I don't know about she's going to fry for this shit. Didn't you say it's Florida? Oh, yeah, Florida. Definitely Florida. Yeah, right. I think that flies in Florida. <laughs> yeah, I think she's going to claim stand your ground. Yeah. <laughs> she stood her ground against that little kid. She might actually get an award for, for persistence. You know what I mean? She didn't give up the first time. Try, try again. So the back... So the backstory was he was really, really high on the spectrum and couldn't even speak. He couldn't do anything other than grunt and scream with different inflections. So it was just the worst case scenario of autism, I guess. I mean, what's your move here? Are you just going to suck it up or sell him to the circus or kill him? I mean, those, those are the only three options, I guess, right? Pick another river. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> go somewhere You're gonna else. You're going to kill yeah. your kid. Do it right. One, don't go where there's people. And two, don't tell anyone. Like, yeah, There's so much water in Florida. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, do it somewhere else. At least look around for cameras first. Jesus. If a yeah, bitch dude. can feed her fucking husband to a tiger, she could have fed him <laughs> to a gator. God damn it. Find a dude with a pig farm. I've seen the movie Snatch. I know what's up. <laughs> Good reference. Thanks. But yeah, I mean, she could have sold him to the carnies, right? I mean, freak shows, they love this little shit. They could have put a festive hat on him and said, the kid that can't speak or whatever. What, <laughs> what, what kind of freak shows are you going to? <laughs> Do you constantly have carnies trying to buy children from you or something? <laughs> I have lots of first-hand experience. Now, I've just been a disappointed spectator at some local fairs once upon a time, and I was like, well, the bar is pretty fucking low. <laughs> are those the same local fairs that you got to put a quarter in and a curtain goes up? Or <laughs> Yeah, there you go. It's one of those carny shows where there's a hole in the wall and you put your dick in it. 
I'm telling you, dude. It's the, it's the rest area, but yeah, those are the better shows for sure. That's insane. I, I did not see the story ending with she did it again and successfully murdered him. Yeah, man. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I thought it was going like she was going to be like, ah, well, he never wants to shower, so that's the only thing I could do. <laughs> But she fucking, he's like, ah, I'm just going to come back 30 minutes later and fucking push him again. Man, I'm really, I, you know what? She's got some balls. That's a, that's the pimp move. Same place, too. Like, the old lady <laughs> sees her again. She just waves. Hey, Linda, just trying to murder my kid again. <laughs> <laughs> like, that dude, that dude that helped her the first time around probably saw it again. And he was like, nah, man, I'm done. I'll save <laughs> yeah, your kid once. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So our next topic, unethical life hacks. We script the bells of the internet to find the most amazing life hacks for those brave enough to dare. So set your moral compasses south and join us for this special edition of Unethical Life Hacks. Phil Pinata with goat intestines to teach kids about the brutal consequences of violence. So if you guys ever played pinata and fucking smash here comes a candy, could you imagine if it was just raining down giblets of fucking innards from a goat or some shit like but that? But why goat intestines? Why not like any other animal? What if like you can get tripe at the grocery store? I don't know where to get goat intestines. <laughs> I know tripe is. It's the Did lining I... of a cow's stomach. Oh, okay. Huh, Did we do this one before? We haven't done this one before? Oh, dude, I, I don't know. Have we done this one before? I, <laughs> I have a feeling that we did. Like, Because, yeah, it was like... You smash that shit. If it's a pinata, it's probably going to be like a Mexican birthday party. And if intestines come out of that thing, then they're just going to fry that shit and eat it. Yeah, Yeah. so it's like a damned if you do, damned if you don't kind of situation. And we definitely did something with a pinata before. I I just, I remember, because listen, I don't write jokes very often. So I I remember (laughs) writing that one. (laughs) Well, Carlos can just edit the fuck out of this one and get this one right off the board then. So yeah, it's all good. For the people with deaf friends, this comes to us from uh, Troutman. Always give a thumbs up while yawning so deaf people know you're not screaming. No one ever thinks of the deaf people, right? I mean, imagine the horrors of not knowing if someone is violently screaming or just yawning. You know, you couldn't tell the difference. So deaf people just live in constant fear. People are terrified, but then somehow fall asleep pretty soon after they're terrified. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but could you imagine like you think you're just violently screaming in slow motion and then you just go into like a sleepy looking okay he was sleepy afterwards that's a yawn all this time i've been screaming at deaf people and giving the thumbs up to blind people i had it reversed <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame that deaf people will never hear this podcast to see how sensitive we are to their problems yeah, dude, I'm not translating this shit into Braille. No, no chance. In, oh, not Braille. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not transcribing the podcast. Yeah, Braille's for the other people, yeah. I'm not doing that one either. That's all right. I got ionized and iodized wrong earlier. It's fine. It's like, hey, look, you might not be able to hear, but we're fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, your blind friend will give you the thumbs up. <laughs> all right, I doubled down on that joke. What do you want? Fill a pinata with goat intestines to teach kids about the brutal consequences of violence. <laughs> I like it. Nothing will change it. Kids' temperament like animal guts. I mean, is this just for Mexican kids, I guess? 
I was about to say, yeah, this sounds like a Mexican thing. Yeah. Like Who I'm, has access to goat? Yeah. Goat like, chitlins, basically. Yeah. I mean, they'll probably just fry those intestines at that point <laughs> and eat them. Yeah. <laughs> Have blood sausage and shit. It's yeah. delicious. I fucks with chitlins. Like, yeah, man. Good chitlins are good, man. Fuck yeah. It's actually, you know what? I mean, it might be pretty bloody at the beginning, but it'll have delicious consequences. <laughs> <laughs> Name your daughter Lizard, then give her the nickname Liz, and people will be like, oh, that's short for Elizabeth, and she'll be like, no, my name is Lizard. I like yeah, that the yeah. whole justification for that life hack was just so when somebody asks her if it's Elizabeth, and she says, nah, it's Lizard. That's it. It's just like, for that one time that that happens... <laughs> or the few times it's worth it yeah i mean honestly the better misdirection would be like no my name's jill phil pinata with goat intestines to teach kids about the brutal consequences of violence <laughs> i like it so if you guys ever played pinata and fucking smash here comes a candy could you imagine if it was just raining down giblets of fucking innards from a goat nothing will change it kids temperament like animal guts but why goat intestines why not like any other animal you can get tripe at the grocery store. I don't know where to get goat intestines. <laughs> yeah. Like Who I'm, has access to goat? Yeah, goat like chitlins, basically. Huh, did we do right, this one before? We haven't done this one before? Oh, dude, I, I don't know. Have we done this one before? I, <laughs> I have a feeling that we did. Like, Because, yeah, it was like, you smash that shit. If it's a piñata, it's probably going to be like a Mexican birthday party. I mean, is this just for Mexican kids, I guess? And Maybe. if intestines come out of that thing, then they're just going to fry that shit and eat it. I mean, they'll probably... Just fry those intestines at that point and eat them. And we definitely did something with a piñata before. Yeah, <laughs> if anything, they was just like, hey, if we just beat every single animal, we're going to have a delicious meal. That's what it'll teach the kids. Huh. <laughs> well, Carlos can just edit the fuck out of this one and get this one right off the board then. So, yeah, it's all good. Wondering if she likes you and wants to find out? <clears throat> Run a caper so she catches you masturbating. Best case, she joins in. You found a warp zone to Pone Town with your special gal. Or worst case, she laughs at you. She finish anyway like a champ. This will sow seeds of doubt in her, and she will start crushing on you after your performance. Wait, so where does the caper come in? <laughs> the caper is to try to find a creative way to get caught masturbating. Because, I mean, it's not the easiest thing in the world to do to set it up to where... The hot girl walks in on you masturbating. That takes know. a little work. There's yeah. a good comic you could probably call up real quick. <laughs> I mean, I know every time I rob a bank, I'm jerking off. So, <laughs> like, where is the part like worst worst case scenario? Lose your comedy career. Like that's the one. <laughs> right. Well, Lose at least job. temporarily. Best case, she joins in. Worst case, you now have to go meet your neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> is that a thing, though? Like, just in general, the significant other gets offended if they catch you masturbating because they're like, hey, why don't you just fuck me? Yeah, dude, it happens. Controlling wives do it all the time, dude. Is that right? <laughs> They'll be all up in your business acting like, are you looking at porn without me? Or are you diddling yourself or whatever? And you're like, so you're no, just... I'm podcasting. I'm podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have to actually practice masturbating while you're reading through old podcast scripts so it sounds like you're not masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> like while you're jerking off, you have to be like, all right, hang on. Will you at least take the USB thing out of my asshole? That'd be great. <laughs> Yeah. I knew it would come in handy. I mean, would you be offended if your girl masturbated? I, like, I would. I don't want to give a fuck. Nah, dude. Flick the bean, dude. That just helps you have more libido for next time. Yeah, dude. I don't have a big sex drive, so I'm like, go take care of yourself. You're fine. Like, I'm yeah. good. Yeah, beans out for Harambe. 
I'm telling you, dude. <laughs> Fill kids with goat intestines to teach brutal violence. Huh. You smashed that shit. Smash fucking kids. I like it. Innards from a kid. I like it. Raining down kids. I like it. Fucking smasher comes a kid. Guts. Bloody Mexican kids. Who has access to Mexican kids? The cow's stomach. Good, man. Goat tripe. Good, man. And we definitely did something with kids. Like, Chitlins. Fuck yeah. We're going to have a delicious meal. Don't tell the kids either. Make it a surprise. So they know there's a grill around the corner. Pinata consequences. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't done this one before. All right, this week for a main topic, we are going to educate, dazzle, and amaze you with the world's most bizarre sexual world records. <laughs> you will be the hero around the water cooler tomorrow as you regurgitate the amazing truth that you will soon learn. Sally from accounting, who always seemed cool and edgy, will most likely report your shit to HR, but it will totally be worth it with these amazing facts. Oh, you ahead. dug up the world records? Dude, we dug up the goddamn <laughs> world records of sex. Well, I feel like I should sit this one out, man, because every other one is going to be me. Dude, I'm, I'm telling you, your, your face is going to be so fucking red, Carlos. Oh, this is, this is going to be very embarrassing for me right now. I'm a very humble man. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> we're, we're out in you live right here tonight. We're going to do the sexual world records, or as we call it, the history of Carlos Valencia. <laughs> so Bobby's gut is on this first one right here. Right, the world record for clown car vagina goes it, to Valentina it says that, by the way. That's, that's the way it's classified in the Guinness Book of World Records, by the way. It's called clown car so that's, vagina. That means a vagina that has traumatized the most children. Yeah. <laughs> just, just a bunch of people get out of her. Oh, she just had a bunch of kids? Is that their way yeah. of saying that? Yeah, so it goes to Valentina Visalabia, a Russian peasant who lived an otherwise unremarkable life in the mid-1700s. Except for the fact she gave birth to 69 kids. This is a lie already. This is a 69 joke. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's pretty. Well, I hope it is 69. And then she could have had more, but she was like, nah, stop at 69. In total, she gave birth to 16 pairs of twins, seven sets of triplets, and four sets of quadruplets between 1725 and 1765. And all but two of the kids survived infancy. Unlike most parents who would grieve the loss of a newborn, Clown Car Vagina Lady didn't shed a single tear. Instead, she took a shot of vodka, ate a potato, and started raw dog fucking her husband the same day. These all by the same dude? There's no way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. Same husband, same boring fucking missionary style sex back I in just, the 1700s. The Guinness Book of World Records has a really, really foul mouth. Like, I'm just... <laughs> no shit. <laughs> pretty bad. Guinness... Honestly, I've got a big problem with this now, though, because... So, from 1725 to 1765, over the span of 40 years, she probably started when she was, like, at least 15 or something. Yeah, so, you're telling me this, like, 55-year-old woman's given birth to quadruplets? <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, no, I mean... no, she, she was fucking a champ, dude, man. She was like, it, <laughs> I don't think the husband is getting enough credit here. <laughs> like way to power through on this one <laughs> yeah dude this dude was like fucking in beast mode all the time and think about it back then these peasants didn't know about contraception they were just like well what's the alternative to stop fucking 
Screw that. Let's just keep making babies. Yeah. You just I need more you, employees for the farm. I'm telling you, bro. I bet you know what you never seen back in the 1700s was old Valentina trying to toss one of those kids in a fucking stream. <laughs> like, no, that was those were the two that didn't stop. <laughs> yeah. I, I, twins. I, All right, we're gonna try this one more time, kids. Jump in the water. <laughs> my question is like, how do you even stay hard in a vag that's already had sixty kids pop out of it? I'm what kind of bro. friction are you getting at that? Point? I mean, obviously nine more times. <laughs> I guess. So. Well, I mean, but I think at some point he can. He's just masturbating and shooting his load into the fucking cave, sort into of thing. Into a tunnel, into <laughs> to the, the ether. Like, yeah, into the. He's. It's like a game at that point. This was. What's the thing where the like the kidnapper falls in love with their kidnappers? Stockholm syndrome, right? Yeah. yeah. Cockholm syndrome. She's got some dude tied up with Stockholm syndrome. She finally took off the ropes. Like, all right, we've had forty-seven children. Are you ready to make these other twenty-two? <laughs> <laughs> Halfway there. <laughs> I love that she took a shot of vodka and ate a potato. Let me get my energy up. I need some vodka and a potato. And then I can yeah. raw dog fuck you. Can't you create a battery with vodka and a potato? Isn't that something that they teach you in school? <laughs> if I heard if you plug a potato into a pickle, it like lights up. It's pretty gnarly. <laughs> plug the potato into the pickle? If you plug a pickle in my you ass, I to... light up. <laughs> Don't do the pickle trick when you were a kid. That sounds you Put a plug and you tie each wire around a nail, stab it in the side of the pickle, and if you plug it in the wall, the fucking pickle fries. You fucking amazing. Electrocuted the pickle. So that was my I, reference. All right, y'all never fucking burn a pickle. You know, if you if you plug that into a child instead of the pickle, you go to Apparently jail for life. <laughs> I played uh, Mario Brothers. <laughs> Apparently, John grew up in Appalachia or some shit. Dude, I grew up in Ohio. We had nothing else to do. <laughs> Play the electrocution game all day long? Yeah. I was a fucked up kid. Like, I'm not going to lie. I just, none of y'all have really done that. Are you fucking with me? Like, no, dude, I don't know. Carlos, you're old. Come on. Nah, like man. My age. I tell you, Mario Brothers, that's what I played. Dude. Y'all are going to try this. You're going to message me later and be like, hey, John, so how do you do that thing? I'll teach yeah, I, you. Oh, it's so much fun. I'll, I'll... See, if, we, if we still had that kind of shit, then that woman wouldn't have to push her kid into the water. Yeah. Be like, here's a pickle and a potato. Go play around for a while. Dude, this lady's vagina is insane to me right now. I just keep reading it over and over. Yeah, there's no way. You can triple fist this woman and she still won't know that you're inside her. <laughs> oh. so All right, so I'll take this next one. Uh, if you ever seen a fabulous pop shot on a porn film and been jealous... You would blush like a little girl watching my dude Horst Schultz glaze a lady's face. He holds all three world jizzing records. 18 feet 9 inches for distance splooged. 12 feet 4 inches for jizz height. And the speed record of ejaculation at 42.7 miles per hour. When asked what his secret was, Horst just smiled menacingly and said hatred. And unpasteurized horse milk. Dude, if you guys ever drink unpasteurized anything, it's like... Yeah, I don't even oh. know what that means. It's like you want to roll the dice with Lady Luck and say, do I care about my health? Do I want to just drink raw bacteria? Let's just go for it. It basically means they haven't boiled the shit to get all the germs and bacteria out of it, and you're just drinking it fucking straight. It's like your immune system's getting a super shot. I guess that's what keeps me from being the world jizz champ. My and love of pasteurization. And, I'm talking, <laughs> and, and, and I should say for our listeners... 
This is a good time, I guess, to plug our indecorous, unpasteurized horse milk for 1999. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. All right, so the the 12 foot four inches for height was that I like know, just right? how high he shot the glob, or was that like yeah, a dude. stream that tall? I mean, like Michael Jordan couldn't dunk on this. I mean, this is like fucking 12 feet. <laughs> but it was like a, a stream of jizz 12 feet in the air. Yeah, bro. And like 18 foot long. I mean, they did different tests, I guess. It wasn't like all at once. They said, okay, give us your longest jizz. And well, bam, they measured that. Come back tomorrow or the same day. Watch some really awesome porn. Go again. 12 feet the next one. And now we're going to time this motherfucker 42 miles an hour. Holy shit. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's speeding. This has to, right? to be during a long period. Yeah, there's no way. If, if this guy did all three the same day, that would be fucking insane. <laughs> Yeah, I just want we... to see the venue where they, they had set up to record all these measurements. Oh, this was at NASA. The Jizz Arena. If it's, if it's the Guinness, is this the Guinness book? I don't remember reading about these in Guinness. Yeah, none of these are in the Guinness book. But, I mean, they're actually real, but they're not in the Guinness book. They're in, like, the Guinness Book of World Records. They're in the so... Miller High Life Book of Records. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's the coffee book table I'd fucking read. And I'd put that in I front just, of my grandparents anytime. I just remember going to the Broken Record Show in Nashville, and, like, the people were there. And they're like, all right, you got to have ten people in the audience at all times. It's like, there's these rules. I'm like... <laughs> Just show up to the jizz shooting thing where he's like, all right, we need 15 of you to watch right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to get the official guy. From... To be fair, though, more people show up to a jizz event than stand-up comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Old Horse goes to parties and like Brennan's like, yo, 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 come see this. You got to see what my buddy Horse can do. <laughs> do that I thing, man. It. Do that thing you do. I'm picturing, yeah, they all did this at whatever, like Bobby said, at the Jizzodrome or whatever. But it would have been great if it was an actual competition. Like if they had like 10 guys set in a line and like it was a race and his jizz is just the first one to hit the wall or whatever at 42.7 miles an hour. I like the idea of there being several dudes competing for this shit. Yeah, you always like the idea of several dudes. Oh, yeah, for sure, dude. Several dudes all lined up fucking competing for the gold medal. Well, dude, then you, you'll love this next one, Carlos, because, and this might be the record that you unofficially own, but this is the official version of it. One popular sex world record is challenged every year in a fun contest in San Francisco. The World Masturbation-a-thon is a prestigious event where participants come from all around the globe to masturbate in front of judges. The contest allows participants to bring a wide variety of sex toys, ranging from pocket pussies to anal beads to everything in between. The only rule is that you have to stay up and you have to constantly be fapping. The current world record holder is Masanobu Sato from Japan, and he went for an incredible 10 hours. Those Japanese guys always win these things. Yeah, of course it's the Japanese guy. Dude, I saw this video on the ABCs of death. (laughs) I I know what's going on. This dude crushed it so well. He gave interviews after the saying that both his wife and his parents and his employer are all very proud of him. So that's that's how he's living. Employer Vivid Entertainment or something. Uh, You bring honor to the family. I'm telling you, this dude's living his best life, man. But think about it. I mean, could you, let alone with dudes watching you and judges judging you, keep it up for fucking nine, ten goddamn hours? That's crazy. I I, I couldn't even pee with an audience. I'd need a nap. So what is the hardest? No pun intended, but what is it? (laughs) Staying hard or not coming? What is like, well, the most difficult part of that equation? I mean, I would say, because he, he said, because I, I read a little bit more on this, but just kept... You read his through. biography? 
<laughs> I, I had to know more about this shit and his technique. It's 1,200 pages. <laughs> he said basically, so the only way he was able to kind of power through was he had to keep switching pocket pussies because they all had different grips, different fills, because you eventually start to go numb down there. So the only way to kind of, and he talked about how he, he shot a fucking nasty as fuck load about four hours in, started to go limp, and the judges were like, uh-oh, we're going to be now really watching this dude because he's going down, he's going down. So he had to go in his fucking dirtiest fucking spot in his mind, heart of a champion, and find that fucking filthy shit to kind of bring him back up to the full flag mass. So or the actual guy, the guy actually did come, and yeah, but he still remained in the game? Because the, the game ends when you go flaccid, not when you come. Or when you oh, stop. Okay. Or when you just like a little bitch, be like, I can't do it anymore. I've killed the clown enough. And you just you tag out. I've heard that's how Tom Brady won all those Super Bowls. <laughs> that's his regiment? Is just masturbate for 10 hours at a time? <laughs> Erect the Masanubu Dubu story. I fucked up his name as you scrolled it. Now I look like an asshole. <laughs> all right, so John can take us on this next one here. Getting back to clown car vaginas, our next unbelievable record belongs to Lisa Sparks. On October 16, 2004, as part of a prestigious third annual World Gangbang Championship, Lisa Sparks set the world record for taking the most dicks in a day as she racked up 919 in one 24-hour period. Considering there is only 1,440 minutes in a day and people have to sleep and shit, this heroic lady of the night was taking nearly one dick a minute. Lisa Sparks allegedly took over 50 dudes' V-cards during this incredible once-in-a-lifetime feat. That's also Bubba Sparks' sister. Do you guys know that? <laughs> <laughs> that song ugly is about this chick. It's about her you... vagina after she was done with this gangbang. This is what that ugly I, song I just want to hear, like, I hope they had legit sports announcers commentating <laughs> on this thing. But could you imagine being in the back of that line? So you got to wait in line, by my math, 20 goddamn hours to get to Boone for 30 fucking seconds before move along. Got to keep the line moving. That's like the worst Disney World ride ever, right? I haven't watched a gangbang in a while, but my favorite part is always to watch all the diversity of people that they have standing there waiting to fuck whoever it is. Because it's like their <laughs> only chance to ever fuck a hot woman in their lives. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they wait for four or five hours and you see just, they look like they just got pulled out of a homeless shelter. I know, dude. <laughs> they often do. <laughs> but yeah, you nailed it, Carlos. The diversity on those gangbangs is like a McDonald's commercial. They got every fucking nationality, all shapes, sizes covered. They're PC as fucking those things. I mean, you know, you can't afford to pay 900 actual male porn stars to be in yeah, the dude. fucking thing. So they're just taking any fucking scrub off the street. What's hilarious is sometimes they'll be wearing face masks and shit. And it's pre-COVID. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah dude, I've seen yeah. that. It's like that you're phrase, any, any swinging dick. Yeah, it basically. Is. It's not exactly eyes wide shut when you see these fucking orgies. It yeah. just sounds really sad. You know, like just everybody, everybody there is just trying to power through it. No one's having fun. How could you stay fucking hard? I mean, okay, you're up in three guys next, and you got, oh, shit, I gotta get hard staring at the dude in front of me's ass the whole time. And how's that I mean, gonna that's work? That's how out? you do it. Yeah, I think you answered yeah. your own question. Yeah, yeah you just exactly. figured it out. Like I'm that. hard just since you mentioned it. <laughs> oh, man. One of the least consequential yet quietly dignified records on our list is for most queefs in 30 seconds. This record goes to a single mother named Abby, who Howard Stern Queefing Championship in 2009 set the world on fire with an astonishing 93 queefs in half a minute. Wow. How do you measure those, though? Yeah. Those sounded like opposite stories. Like on the opposite <laughs> spectrum. Dude, 93 <laughs> queefs in half a minute. That's like queefing Three times boxing. a second. 
Yeah, it's like the beatboxing of queefing. I don't know how you measure that. I mean, that's like when I hear about comedy competitions that count the laughs per second. It's like, okay, was, was that a real laugh or was that just a chuckle? Or it's like, what counts as a full-on queef? <laughs> and what counts as like a pity queef? You got to get a very recently calibrated queefometer. <laughs> it's like if you have those pun battle things, you're like, ah, was that really a pun? I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. There's been a lot of controversy in the pun battle arena. And how the fuck did she pull this thing off? I mean, what is her secret of vaginal yeast? I mean, holy shit. Can not imagine? Inhaling with her vagina, always. <laughs> yeah, she just breathes through her vagina. She has and a CPAP hookup to it at night. And in, in decorous, <laughs> and in decorous, unpasteurized horse milk. Yeah, right. And hatred. <laughs> uh, is there anything uh, you can't accomplish without <laughs> hatred? I mean, that's how we get through these fucking podcasts. <laughs> uh, this next one in 1939, five-year-old Lena Medina of Peru gave birth via C-section to a son who the family first thought was a tumor, which they kind of are regardless, depending on how you look at children. But yeah, five years old and she had a baby. How's that even possible at five? I think I've heard this story before. This is why (laughs) Carlos asks every time beforehand, are you ovulating? (laughs) Every five-year-old I meet, I ask them if they're ovulating. So going more PG with this one, I'm seeing like a mother-daughter, five years apart, wacky sort of Disney TV show spinoff. Their mother or their daughter, they're only five years apart. The wacky shenanigans they get into. Well, I think if I remember the story correctly, they never told the baby that that five-year-old was her mom. Like they just raised them like siblings. Sisters. Why oh, wow. do you know this story? Yeah, you know, I fucking because I do my goddamn research. Yeah, we were looking for the father I, in this story. Hmm. You kind of <laughs> almost. It would have been interesting if this thing would have just kept going, and there was a new generation every five years, and then you could get help with your homework from your great 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 grandma. <laughs> Your great 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 grandma is babysitting you, but just for like, because she's not old enough to get into the bar. Yeah, grandma wants to go take her driver's test later. Just hang on. So if you ever wondered what the miracle of Kegels can ultimately do for you, Tatiana Kuz alphabet soup. Don't even want to fucking try it. Push her twat power. What was that? Tatiana Kazevnikova. I've heard I've heard of this chick a lot. Because let me tell you about this chick. All right, I don't know. I'm just kidding. I don't know. But why are they? It seems so she... like half these women are all from like East Europe and Russia yeah. and fucking Ukraine. I'm telling you, bro, that's where they got the craziest fucking bitches at. So this lady pushed her twat superpower to the absolute limit and set the world record for vaginal weightlifting and lifted 31 fucking pounds. And if you are in disbelief, I'm delighted to tell you that I do, in fact, have the sauce for that. Yeah, yes, oh, it's yes. on YouTube? It's on fucking YouTube. I fucking love YouTube. And here we go. Describe for the listeners at home what you guys are seeing. We're seeing a one girl magic. no cup. Yeah, she's an older lady, and she's got some kind of crystal ball dangling from between her legs. I want to meet the person that had the previous record at 30 pounds. They're like, hey, remember how you assured us that nobody on the planet would care to try to beat this record? <laughs> right. Well, I've got some bad news for you. They just see her at the gym. She's like, yo, spot me, bro. <laughs> like, how so do, do you... you... All right. We all know the vagina is a very complex thing. 
what part of said vagina <laughs> is the weight connected to? Because I saw a carabiner, and I'm very curious what is going on. I think it's like a, a very fish, interesting piercing. I think it's like a fish hook. You know, instead take out the piercing, oh. fish hook right to the clip is what I'm thinking. I mean, what, what are you guys thinking? Fish hook to the clip, <laughs> right? I mean, is there is there any other way yeah, to no. do it? I don't know. There's clamps from Lowe's. <laughs> <laughs> what the? I want to call this lady and be like, "Yo, how did you do that?" <laughs> so, so, so for our, our listeners, our beloved lot lizards and slags, go try a fish hook fucking to the clit and see if you can beat this record. I mean, think Outdoor World's got you covered. Send us some videos. We'd love to see them. Yeah, yeah, do it step by step, though. We want to see how you're actually lifting this shit. Also, if you die, we did not tell you to do this. <laughs> yeah, John, yeah. John Gibson told you to do this. <laughs> oh, man. So, so going back to clown car vaginas, John's got this next one here. While men often brag about how big their dick is, it's less common for a woman to brag about how deep their gash is. But it is a bragging right nonetheless. The world record holder for deepest gash goes to a Scottish gal... Anna Swan, who lived in the 1800s. She was a giant woman who hit 7 feet 8 inches. Naturally, she was a circus freak by trade and met and married another giant over 7 feet. I just love that this contest has been around for over 220 years. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's got a long history, bro. In 1789, she gave birth to a baby that weighed 26 pounds and was 3 feet tall. <laughs> that's just a the person. Baby, right? that, yeah, just like a that is a small child. That is not a baby. That, that is a full yeah. size pygmy. That's just like she didn't even give birth. The baby just walked out of her vagina. Yeah. <laughs> like the, on his way to work. Yeah. <laughs> like Smoking a cigarette. Knows English completely. He's like, oh, hey, mom, how's it going? Just heading up to work. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the baby died shortly after. Ah, of course it did. It lived its full three-foot-tall life. Well, saved her the trouble of having to throw it in the pond. Yes! Oh, man, I'm so glad somebody said that. <laughs> All right, I get really excited. Um, let me get back to the story. They talk about a baby dying. I'm like, woohoo! There we go. The baby died shortly after, and adding insult to injury, the doctors made a cast of the dead baby to document how insanely large her gaping vagina was. (laughs) This cast is still on the display at the Cleveland Museum of Health, and based on hand size of the dead baby, we know her vagina was at least six inches in width and two feet deep. I like that we finally have the U.S. on the board here with Anna Swan. It seemed like the Russians were taking all the fucking records. (laughs) I'm telling you, dude. They were dominating the clown car vagina category, but we finally got on the board. We got on the board. USA, USA. USA. Cleveland's so proud of that right now. Like They don't have anything else. (laughs) We caught a lake on fire. Here's this giant vagina. Well, at least we're not Detroit. (laughs) That's them. All right, and this is the one that everybody's been waiting for. The biggest dick in the world belongs to an American named Jonah Falcon. Oh, is that his real name or come on? That sounds like a poor name right there. Yeah, no, that's his real dick. name, bro. His dick is nine and a half inches flaccid and 13 half inches erect. In 2012, he was stopped by the TSA at the San Francisco airport due to the large bulge in his pants. 
After passing through a metal detector and a body scanner, they couldn't identify what they thought was illegal contraband, so they took him in a private room. It just sounds like the setup to a porn movie. <laughs> Sir, we need to see what you're packing there. Oh my! And they made him strip completely naked, but to their surprise and amazement, it was just his marvelous trousers snake. Yeah, this definitely. That's, I'm surprised they haven't made a movie out of this. That's really not a bad gig, though. You just go from airport to airport suing for misconduct after your strip search dude that, that's insane though i mean 13 and a half inches holy shit unless you're fucking the giant lady with the clown car vagina you're literally tearing bitches in half with your dick every time that's, that's yeah that's nuts. really kind of a curse exactly i bet you i bet you he drives a really small car <laughs> that's, that's, that's the kind of thing that's like exactly that's only exactly. good for parties him and old horts can hang out at the party <laughs> dude i hear you do a dick thing too yeah thing yeah. oh man his dick's just in shit water all the time oh yeah that's true yeah he's got to fold it that's he's gotta, gross he's got to get a squatty potty oh man <laughs> that is that's an infection for some young lady waiting to happen yeah, no shit. Sure. <laughs> you sound very concerned about this guy's plight. Uh, that, Dude, yeah, I, we... I've actually had this conversation at the bar about if you could, if like you could fuck it, like to my female friends, like, well, what if it's like a fourteen-inch cock? What would you do? And they were like, no, not at all. Like, the... <laughs> you're like, well, well, you are in luck tonight, Carol. <laughs> <laughs> I got you covered. Hey guys, please follow us on Patreon. If you have a couple bucks you can throw our way, we'd love to have you as one of our Patreon sponsors. We have all kinds of bonus content on Patreon. You get episodes a week in advance from the regular ones. And we're posting all kinds of bonuses every week, like a segment we had to cut out from the episode 13 with Herbie Gill. We had a whole full segment that we had to cut out. We have outtake and an extra Pornhub comment from uh, the episode we did with Kevin Delgado. We have a full interview with Sean Kovacs. We have a full interview with Spencer Taylor that we redacted a lot because that one was like 15 minutes long. But Jake Manning episode. Jake Manning. We have the full, if you're yeah. into wrestling and the whole $5 wrestling promotion, we have a long interview that's available on our Patreon. We have a full interview with Devin Penniger from our Valentine's Day episodes where he talks about being an assistant. To a dominatrix. To a dominatrix. Also, that's another thing that we had to cut down for time for the actual episode that aired. But the full interview is on our patreon we have a pbr session with paul hooper what's pbr Ian? piss break riff piss so break riff every time we do one of these bad boys weak bladder bobby over there oh, leaves man. the room and we start a wily fucking unstructured convo and those are always jim dandies yep and actually this one i'll take the blame on that one that was me going to piss <laughs> because when i came back paul was telling tells out of school about when we lived together in new york city that i had to clarify <laughs> We have bonus interview with Herbie Gill. We already mentioned Herbie, but we actually did a whole interview with Herbie where he talks about... He Shane Gillis, Shane right? Shane Gillis. Because yeah. he knows Shane Gillis, and this is when all that stuff happened, when Shane Gillis got booted from SNL, so we talked about all that. For telling it like it is. For telling it like <laughs> it is about Celestials. <laughs> and 
We have a whole full segment, actually two segments that we had to cut out from our episode. Joe Zimmerman, our old pal. We have to cut a couple of segments out for time. Those are also available on Patreon. So there's all kinds of things that you can get on Patreon. If even at the $3 level, you're still going to get a lot of bonus stuff. If you can throw us more money, that'd be great too. But if you can just throw us three bucks, we'd be grateful for that as well. And if you know an out-of-work infomercial pitchman that could <laughs> read these for yes, us. Yes, yes. <laughs> if you know the sham wow guy please send him our way <laughs> yeah and if you're a necromancer and you can get billy mays on the case <laughs> we can entice him with some cocaine Each week, we heroically watch hundreds of hours of porn just to find these gems. The noble task of sitting through countless hours of bukkake, cuckolding, and senseless midget gangbangs just to bring you the best Pornhub comments of the week. Alright, uh, this comes to us from It's Rough Out There, or It's Rough Out Here, rather. Just a question, does the joy in beating ever come back? I've lost the joy in everything, wondering if it can come back in at least something. And that one black dad responded, yeah, I still find joy in beating my wife. Oh my goodness. Somebody report that one black dad. <laughs> yeah, we won't stand for this kind of humor on this show. It's a metaphor from beating your mate to beating your lady. Shame on this guy. <laughs> The comment that, yeah, I still find joy in beating my wife has more likes than the original question. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's people, horrible. Yeah, more people are behind that one black dad. <laughs> Phil Pinata with goat intestines to teach kids about the brutal consequences of violence. Alright, so John can take us on this last one here. Oh. Zaria underscore main says, Do hand jobs from girls who can speak sign language count as blowjobs? Better save that shit for the open mic, buddy. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I've heard that on a stage before. Fucking, that pisses me off. <laughs> yeah, we, we run into this sometimes where it's just like, Oh, I couldn't make it to the open mic today, so let me just post it on Pornhub. <laughs> Yeah, this seems like one of those really deep sort of two-in-one combinations. Like, if she's deaf, do you really get the hand job and the blowjob at the same time? I would say no. <laughs> <laughs> so Carlos has no imagination, obviously. Have you guys seen, like, any sign language in porno videos? Like, any sort of deaf-sensitive things out there? No, that's not my category. Uh, no, category. I'm going to look that shit up here in a little bit. I'm curious though. I do. I've, I've no, I just do. I do closed captioning. Closed caption? Yeah. <laughs> and dude, what's the deal with that? Because like, one thing I've noticed is when I watch the news, they always throw the bullshit about these next twenty commercials are brought to you by the closed captioning for the deaf. I mean, what if we just kick the deaf out to another news channel? Then can we skip all the commercials? Because I mean, I see this shit all the fucking time, and I wonder about that. Yeah, that's uh, not on my TV. I don't, know. I don't know what you're watching. <laughs> That's on like Sesame Street and shit. I've seen it. You know what I did see though? I was updating our Pornhub page. That's the only reason I was on Pornhub is because I was updating our Pornhub page. Pornhub.com slash user slash indecorous comedy. Be our friend. 
And I was seeing that Pornhub is actually hiring translators to close caption their porn videos in different no languages. No yeah, I thought, I thought about applying for it in Spanish, but there's Dude. so many words for genitalia in so many countries that I don't yeah, even yeah. know which word I would use if I ever took that job. That sounds like a hell of a job, though. Like, y'all are, <laughs> your podcast is on Pornhub. Yeah, dude. Yeah, buddy. We got all our, well, up to episode like 35, I think, or we have all our Pornhub comments on Pornhub. Fuck. Does anybody ever get mad? They go to click on it and they're hoping for like some crazy fucking and then it's you guys. Just oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure every single person that's ever checked out one over <laughs> here. Yeah, we have nothing but complaints. But it is, yeah, but it is what's oh, great. I fucking is, love it. We get yeah, 10,000 a- more views on Pornhub than we ever get on fucking YouTube. Yeah, dude, we, exactly. We've got f- over a thousand views more on Pornhub than we do on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, sorry about the inside baseball question, but I was just like... No, dude. we're very proud of it. We got right now on Pornhub, we're standing at 1,451 video views. And on YouTube, I think we have uh, seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, YouTube what? is just oversaturated. Good, good, God, good call going to the Pornhub. Yeah, we know where the real yeah, fans are, the real hardcore fans. My browser is saved to that, so I'll look you guys up. Yeah, dude. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, be our friend. We'll like all the videos you've uploaded. <laughs> <laughs> Especially yeah, that, man. that world record I hold for that really <laughs> deep <laughs> vagina. <laughs> yeah. Widest asshole. Oh, that's the, yeah, the, the squirrel thing, right? Because they say, you know, raccoon. They say that most assholes can stretch wide enough to fit two raccoons up them. Because a raccoon apparently really? can stretch. To, yeah. <laughs> Is that the unit of measurement they use? Yeah. Yeah, dude. That's the, that's the metric unit. Is you your two raccoons. 2.4 gerbils. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you guys have seen the meme before, but I did uh, Snoops. I use Snoop or Snoops or whatever, you know, to... to, to Truth check the, the the meme or whatever. Snoopy, Apparently it's Snoopy from Charlie Brown. Yeah, there you go, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's two, it. It's two Snoopies wide. That is too it's big. Two Snoopies wide, and a couple I'm of. Go back and ask, ask Jeeves what the real measurement is. <laughs> yeah. You have to go to Ask Jeeves. <laughs> ask Jeeves. But apparently you can technically fit two raccoons up anybody's ass because they can squeeze down to like two inches and the ass can stretch to like four inches. So, math and science or whatever. Yeah. Wait, uh, raccoons can get down to two inches? Yeah, bro. No. Dude, Google search that shit. I'm telling you, man. Their bone structure, that doesn't that doesn't make sense at all. They're not Google's, like a snake or a roach. Like. Noti- notice how I'm not disputing that an asshole could get two raccoons wide. I don't think <laughs> just a raccoon more than four can inches. get down to two inches. Yeah, dude, well, I mean, Google search that shit. It's just do it in incognito mode, obviously, but Google search <laughs> the two raccoons up my asshole thing or whatever. You'll get some strange searches in ad placement things here and there if you don't do it in incognito. I learned wait, it what's incognito. It's like a secret little bad guy looking browser. And you go incognito mode, you'll see like this little dude that shows up with a little spy kind of thing or whatever. I so, have uh, no idea what this is. Yeah, it's yeah. so people won't trace you. Yeah, dude, it's like a poor man's version of Tor. Yeah, that that ought to explain it. Dude, I don't know what any of that is. I'm so fucking... Yeah, yeah. I don't know what any of that stuff is. I don't know what the dark web is. I don't know anything. It's like, so you, you guys... don't know incognito mode, but obviously you know the dark web. So you guys must you constantly just battle pop-ups all day long. I can imagine when you're looking at porn, it's probably just like a contest of, can you jack off before 50 pop-ups stop you from seeing your video? Probably. Answer, yes. Oh, so, yeah. Dude, I, I need to teach you lads how to fucking watch some porn the easy way. 
So before we get off here, John, you got anything you want to plug? Any uh, links to social media you want to hit for our listeners? Yeah, my handle is at one black dad. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, catch me on Instagram or Twitter at redbeardcomic. You know, like the facial hair at redbeardcomic. You can catch me nowhere soon because it's a fucking pandemic. How's the club looking as far as when can you open again? Oh, yeah, thecomedycloset.com or just the comedy closet. Um, right now, the governor hasn't even lifted for entertainment venues. Like, we're, nah. we're going to be one of the last. We'll be right there with sporting venues, but we're hoping. So they still have restrictions. See, I thought South Carolina was all wild and shit. All right, like, so, so our governor is trying to, he even put, he's like, we need, to, we need to win the race. Like, he was at fucking Darlington or some shit. He wanted to win the race to reopening. I think he was mad that Georgia was going first. Like, oh, man. He wanted to yeah, win yeah. the COVID Olympics. Yeah, this, he said that. He said that we would be fine in the state of South Carolina because we're used to these things because we have hurricanes. <laughs> the fuck that is that came mean? out of Governor Henry McMaster's Foghorn Leghorn talking asshole. Dude. Everybody calls him Foghorn Leghorn. Just listen to him and you'll know why. But yeah, so they're opening up all this stuff. Like tattoo parlors are open, bars can open. Nobody's following rules, and I'm just sitting back, like I'm just waiting for y'all to fucking get sick so they shut us back down. <laughs> right. But it's a great little spot. I'm glad I was able to get in before all this shit happened. I was there back in December. It's a great fucking club. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. You try. It's dope. There's even fucking video games, bro. Oh shit. Dude, that's yeah, they got video games there in the little waiting area. You could play Electrocute the Pickle. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking awesome. Man, thanks for remembering that. You're going to try that later, aren't you? You totally are. <laughs> Look, you just take, right, take a I, plug that plugs into a lamp, like a, one of those plugs that plugs in the wall. <laughs> the end that is attached to the lamp, cut it, split it, peel the casing off the wires, tie each wire to a nail, shove it in a pickle, and then plug it in. That motherfucker glows. That's how you uh, do it, audience. The great thing about the club, too, is like you can bring your own pickle or they'll let you borrow a pickle. <laughs> they'll rent pickles at the comedy club. Dude, I actually put the video games in the green room now. Oh, dope. That's like, great. I'm installing an exhaust fan soon. Ah, <laughs> nice. Or Just farts. Yeah, farts. <laughs> Comics fart yeah. a lot. Yeah, they do. They have a lot of gas. All right, well, thanks for doing the podcast, buddy. Yeah, it's been awesome, man. I couldn't, some of those stories, I was like, oh, god damn it. (laughs) 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 Oh, it's very upsetting, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just reading this, I'm like, oh, god, somebody's going to me too me because I said gash from fucking the podcast. (laughs) 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 No, they're really going to me too you when Carlos edits the whole thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I, I make sure I come across as the most woke host of the show. <laughs> and I make everybody else look like assholes. Yeah, every segment begins with Carlos saying, oh, John, please not again. No, please not. <laughs> we, we warned you all repeatedly, John. <laughs> every segment ends with me telling everybody to check their white privilege. <laughs> <laughs> well, Carlos, Bobby, you guys got anything you want to plug? I'll let Bobby go first. Um, yeah, I'd like to give a shout out to Flag Day. Uh, <laughs> Flag Day. <Yeah>. Flag Day. <laughs> Carlos, you going? <laughs> Walk your cat.
We haven't done this one before? 